is gonna be the best day ever. This is gonna be the best day ever. Wake up. Hey, you are listening to the Filming Life Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Holmes, founder and lead educator at the Filming Life Academy, the largest online community of family filmmakers in the world where we teach photographers how to switch over to video and create meaningful story-driven films with confidence. If you're not already a Filming Life member, but you want to be, you can sign up to the Academy over at FilmingLifeAcademy.com. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're over there having the best day ever. Enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Filming Life Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney, and I've got my friend Kylie here. Hello. And we are going to be talking about a number of things, but particularly um, Instagram Reels. So we're going to get into that in a little bit. But before we do, we just want to just give a little bit of an update on what we've been doing and um, apologize from our last episode (laughs) where we were like, you know what, shit happens and... We've been delayed, but unfortunately, well, happened. <laughs> it happened again. And, um, and again and again. Yeah. Three so floods in. We had more floods and, and we had COVID. Um, I didn't have COVID, but Kylie had COVID mm-hmm. and um, my family had COVID and just, yeah, lots going on. Uh, and it just prevented us from getting together in person, which is really our favorite way to record these episodes. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so but, much better but here we are. Here we are, and we're doing it, and, you know, we're not giving up. <laughs> and We are the little engines that could. <laughs> yes. We are here to continue. So, um, yeah, and I guess as well, like, there's some been some changes, um, particularly to Instagram, that we kind of wanted to just talk about. Mm. And um, so that just was, you know, gave us a good reason to, to really sit down and make this happen. So... Kylie, tell us what you've been doing. What's been happening? Uh, yeah, lots. I mean, <laughs> trying to just adjust to the fact that I feel like dodging illness, getting illness, dodging floods is just life now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's felt so super overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for two years, it's kind of like all this stuff keeps happening. And now I feel like I'm finally getting to a place where. I can accept the fact that you know what this this shit yeah. is gonna keep happening, yeah. and I am just gonna have to like learn a new way to adapt to it. Yeah, and I finally feel that's it's almost like having COVID, turning forty has just mm. opened the doors a little bit. Um, oh, wow! <laughs> like I felt like I was having a bit of a midlife crisis for the yeah. past like year. Yeah. Okay. Um, and now I'm just like, you know what, this is just like, there was resistance. Mm. I had a lot of resistance Mm -hmm. to everything that was happening in this life. And now I've realized I've got to just stop doing that and stop having the resistance. And I just have to accept things that happen Yeah, and that I can't be in control. And it has made me feel a lot, um, better. Yeah. And it makes me happier and it makes me more productive. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not always waiting for the perfect time to get things done. Oh, 100%. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can relate to that, especially with um, editing films. Yeah. Like there was, I just, I couldn't keep waiting for mm-hmm. the good day with like to be feeling good yeah. to and just the, get started. Yeah, 12 hours. To mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. To do it. I had to really learn how to um, 
like not force anything, but just like I used to kind of try and let that, you know, creativity just sort of like hit me before I would sit down and work. Like I I felt like I just need to feel inspired before. And so then that would just, it would be like weeks where it just was not happening. And so then I had to start to just, um, think like, okay, well, what, what would lead up to feeling inspired? Like what, what, what things can I do to just, what are the things that you can do to make that happen? Exactly. It's, like, it's funny you say that. Cause that was actually something that we took when I, I did, um, naked marketing course mm-hmm. with Yan Palmer and Beck Griffiths. Yes. Was it last year? Oh, the year before? I feel like it was Maybe the, year the end of 2020, I think. Yeah. Well, halfway through 2020. And that was actually like, you know, one of the things that we spoke about. And it's almost like I kind of, you know, like I, I listened to what they talked about and like did the exercises and whatnot. And it's taken like two years for that information to then actually sink in. And it's that thing about like think about like what are the things that make you inspired and get you feeling creative and ready to work. Yeah. And how can you build those into your day? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I mean sometimes it's just not gonna happen. Like yeah. you just really don't have that creativity. But, right. Right. Yeah. Right. And giving yourself like the grace to kind of just have a day where you I <laughs> curl up in bed and just like hibernate. And I need that because yeah. then I feel good the next day. And if I don't do that, then I'm just constantly running on empty. Yeah. And I never feel any sort of like I can tell when I sit down and start editing a film. Like I'm like, this is just not the not day. Gonna yeah. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen today. Um, so I think it, it it's those things. That's really interesting yeah. that, yeah, you said that. So what else? Yeah, what else? I do. I feel like that's been a bit of a breakthrough. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, we finally went on a family holiday mm-hmm. in at the start of June and that was really fun because I got to do, I did two film shoots, mm-hmm. which I'm literally about to start editing those films yeah. um, next week. Yeah. Like I've already started picking music and like watching through the footage yeah. and, yeah, I'm like I'm super excited because they were both just like really cool, beautiful sessions, like totally different sessions but also like, Mm-hmm. I don't know like I just kind of fall in love with everybody that oh, I yeah I can relate to that do a session with yeah, like especially yeah. the mums like oh, I fall no. in love with every mum yeah and I feel like with every every family that like I get to you know go into their house and like spend time with there's always like something that I find that I like identify with that mum and yeah. that makes me feel this yeah you know connection so I'm really looking forward to you know getting those edited like now that I'm not bloody sick anymore yeah yeah you can <laughs> like do it COVID just after I was so pissed off that we got it after two and a half years of dodging it and my bloody husband brings it home from work the day before my birthday and not just any birthday like a milestone birthday <laughs> thank god we got to like go out and celebrate on the weekend I yeah. got to have my you know shindig with few of my friends and just drink cocktails and mm. it was lots of fun um but yeah that knocked me for six like I yeah. was you know like I was really like acutely unwell for a good two weeks yeah. and then it's taken like another two weeks after that to get back like I couldn't breathe yeah my sinuses were completely stuffed I ended up having to get like this hardcore yeah <laughs> prescription to like oh no fix it yeah. um you know and just the fatigue and everything mm-hmm. like it just it really hit me and we don't get sick all that often so it was yeah not enjoyable no um, 
and then Dave brought home another cold because, and he's the man that never gets sick, brings home another cold, so the two of us have been whatever. But I'm yeah. finally, like, feeling well. Mm. We're both, like, exercising again. Mm-hmm. Like, we're both trying to, you know. Oh, good. Trying to be healthier people and yeah. that helps. Yes. With everything. And it does help with know? everything. So, Well, I've seen the photos yeah. from those sessions and I have to say I am very excited to see <laughs> the footage and the films that you end up putting together. So I'm so excited and it makes me really excited to like for the next films yes. that I do in the next few. Like I've got three yeah. films coming up. So yeah. I'm like. Is one of those mine? One of them is yours. Yeah. And I'm. I'm kind of crap in my dad's about it. You'll be fine. It's going to be good. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Kylie's going to film my family. So, woo. No can't pressure wait. to make a family film for the queen of family films. It's like. <laughs> I can't wait. I may vomit the night before. My kids aren't getting any younger, so we got to yeah. just get it done. Yeah. Um, We've talked about it for a while. Yeah, we have. We have. Um, well, so for me, a bit of an update on what I've been up to is, um, well, working on the color grading course, which we will, uh, I'm going to share a little bit about that in a little while. Um, and also just, yeah, editing films that I had shot earlier in the year, um, had a lot of cancellations, sorry, reschedules really because of the floods that we experienced once again. Um, and thrice again, yeah. Third time. So, um, yeah, a lot of reschedules from that, which then sort of, you know, when all the sessions kind of get backed up together, then you have just a big backlog of editing that you have to it get snowballs. through. It does snowball. Um, and so I'm just, yeah, finishing up the last one from those sessions. Um, and then I've got another one that I shot recently, so which I'm super excited to edit. Um, it's a maternity one, actually. Um, it's a maternity one that's not actually like a maternity was there's no focus on it yeah. like being maternity. It just happens to just be happens to that be that she's pregnant. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So she just wanted to capture the family before the family of three before they became a family of yeah. four. Because so. that's a big change. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 You know, it's it's mm. I think going from one to two is almost as big as going from none to one. It's big, you yeah. Just don't know how it's gonna go. That's right. Yep. So excited about doing that one. And um, so like I was saying, really working on the color grading course, that's been a big thing um, throughout throughout, like the second quarter of the year. Um, I spent quite a lot of time in the first half of the year working on that, putting things together for that, and then um, launching it in May. So um, and that's gone really well. I have I loved putting that together. And um, so far, we've had pretty good feedback on that. So. That's been so good. Just really, um, I guess that final piece of the puzzle, I think, for for filming life in terms of that sort of core foundational skills. Yeah. You like you'll come in and you'll learn the fundamentals of your, your camera settings and like how to start shooting, how to actually film something, and then you get the video editing part, which is like actually cutting it all and putting it all together Teasing and telling story. a story. And then the color grading part, which, and sorry, not to, this is definitely not something I meant to skip, but sound design, um, where, you know, learning how to really capture the audio well and, um, and then editing that really well. And, um, then piecing that to the music, the way that Allison teaches it in her course, and then the color grading side of it. And, um, that's sort of like that final polish and, and really just, um, fine tuning 
your 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 white balance and exposure and um, a look for your film and and making it all look cohesive and um, all of that. And so I'm really, really excited to finally have that out there and um, public and available for all of members to be able to access. It's so comprehensive. And part of the reason why it's taken me a little bit longer to get to editing these two films that I shot back in Mm. start of June Mm. is because I wanted to, like, go through because like I know for me like that's one of the things where it's kind of I just put it in the too hard basket oh yeah it's like yeah oh I just it feels so overwhelming and the, like yeah. there's so many tools and things <laughs> and I'm just like uh, yeah it can be you know and like for all that um we have like you know when I was learning mm. you had your four-week course and that's what I did and you know it got me started but then so much of it I had to just try and like yeah figure out on my own and like watch YouTube and yeah it was just it you know so the thing the way that I do things is probably not the best and at the same time I'm kind of like I don't know if I have the mental capacity to sit and watch videos and learn things and whatnot but then when I actually sit down and take the time to do it I'm like oh my goodness so I wanted to do that with the color grading like I yeah. wanted to actually yeah make an effort to sit and work through it because you've put so much time and effort into it and mm. made it so easy to understand yeah um I knew that if I take a bit of time to just sit and start going through it it's going to make these next two because I just feel like they're going to be really good films. Like they were amazing families. They're really good footage. And I want to make sure that how I do my final polish of the edit yeah. can do that justice as well. So, yeah, yeah but it's it's an amazing course. Your colour looks amazing anyway. <laughs> like I don't even know what you're talking about. But, I, you know, <laughs> I'm one of the, I always feel like this. I'm, I always feel like there's more I can learn. Uh, of course. Like, I, can yeah. always, I can always do like. <laughs> I can always do better. That's always like I, I but always you're, want to do better. You are very good at getting things the way that you want it in camera as well. Well, and that is one of the and for and me, you've had to get good at that <laughs> because I never wanted to spend any yes. time learning Doing how it to in post. Yeah, get like I yeah. don't enjoy. Like I like editing photos and things, and like sometimes I can get really into like a yeah a big edit, and but with films yeah when it comes to like the color stuff and what I don't really want to spend time doing that I'd rather spend time with like building the film I'd rather look at how I can you know figure out unique Mm -hmm. editing techniques like transitions and things like that and and ways of like using that to enhance like the film the story that I'm telling yeah and the color for me is kind of like all right at the end I just need to add in more (laughs) to make it more saturated (laughs) I, I get that. And that's why like the color grading course is, is really, a, it's a lot about that. So yeah. I think that, um, you'll, you know, you'll probably find that it's on, you're, you're going to enjoy what you do learn from it because it, oh, definitely. it's, um, yeah, it, it is a lot about just sort of that final little polish, but you know, I don't do a whole lot of, um, you know, change like drastic changes and I'm yeah. much the same. I would much yeah. prefer spending the time on the story mm-hmm. than spending yeah. heaps of time on the, um, on the color afterwards. But then I do talk about, um, you know, setting yourself up for success in and, and color the, to begin with. And this is what I think 
sets it apart from like a normal, like you might do like watch a colour grading tutorial on YouTube or whatever mm-hmm. and they're only talking about how to fix things. In, but they they don't talk about the fact that like, yeah. you know, a big part of a really great colour look and a really great finished yes. result starts in the camera. Yeah, and it you starts know, before. It's that whole you can't polish a turd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, if and and that's what I think can be really like I know for me it was a massive frustration because when you do switch from photo to video, you do have to be way more careful with your exposures and what you're capturing in camera because you just don't have the flexibility that you do when you can go and edit a raw photo. And so I know for me, like as a photographer, I can be a bit lazy and I'm like, I know I can fix that. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't like, it doesn't bother me if I forget to change a setting and it's two stops underexposed because I know that I can fix that in Lightroom or Photoshop Mm -hmm. and no one's going to know. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You cannot do that with a video. Yeah, exactly. There are little things you can do to improve footage that only needs a bit of rescuing. But Mm -hmm. so you have to get really good at it. And I think that's what can be really frustrating for a lot of newer filmmakers. Yeah. Is that it's it's another thing. Like, I mean, I remember one of the the very first time I ever videoed, which was when I was doing your workshop, mm-hmm. and we all had to submit our like just one minute mm-hmm. thing. And one of the and you know you talked and like and I remember watching everyone's films and like the one thing you said to basically everyone was you're overexposed. You need to bring your exposure down. Like, mm-hmm. and you said that to all of us. Mm-hmm. Because it was one of those things where even though like we're really good photographers and we can get stuff right in camera for photography, mm-hmm. when you throw in all this new stuff for films. Yeah, it's just different. Yeah. It's so different. And so for me that was something that then I really kind of worked hard on and like something like with white balance. Mm. Like I know a lot of people use auto white balance and like that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, And get amazing results. For me, one of the things that like, you know, once I kind of understood the basic mechanics of making a film in terms of, mm. you know, camera movements and all the rest of it, I really wanted to, like, fully take control of what I get in my yeah. camera just yeah. so that then when I did go to edit it yeah. and I was learning so much about editing, the last thing I had to worry about was, like, trying to save footage that, had terrible white balance or had terrible exposure or whatever. Like yeah. as long as I could kind of get it in the middle, mm. then I knew that it yeah. would be okay. Yeah. And I love the fact that in your colour varying course you talk about that yeah. and show people like how to do different white balances and mm-hmm. like the importance of getting your exposure right and whatnot because yeah. it really is. Crucial. It's a big, com- it's a massive component of yeah. it. Yeah, yes, so, yes. Well, light impacts so many things mm-hmm. and light is the temperature of the, the, light. Temperature of the light. And um, yeah, so that all and, and and even like the colors that show up in the frame mm-hmm. and just sort of making sure that those are in line with what it is that you want your end result to be. Um, and just thinking about all of those things. So um, so if if all of the, any of this resonates with you and you're sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, they're speaking my language. Um, I, you know, these are all things that I either didn't know about and I'm realizing now in this moment (laughs) (laughs) that I need to work on. Um, you can get access to the color grading course when you join and you become a member. So, and if you are a member and you didn't know that this was out there, 
we need to work on our on our yeah, please <laughs> tell us so we could but definitely um go log in like today and um get into the course and just get stuck into it because um yeah it is it's a really really great thorough in-depth course mm-hmm. on color grading um so yeah so next on our agenda is talking about the art house because i just want to give a little bit of an update on what we've been doing so currently the theme is on the go on the so, go yeah it's a fun little theme it's particularly you know good for um our north american members yeah. because you know they're coming to the end of school holidays yeah. and so and lots of vacations have been happening and whatnot and so this theme is encouraging people to use their phone or their GoPro mm. and either make a full film with just phone and GoPro footage or like an action cam mm. um, or, make, you know, make us a film that combines those two things. So, like, often when you go on holidays, you might have a couple of different options for, like, capturing video, um, you know, combining that together. And even just, like, around the house, sometimes it's just easier to whip out your phone and mm. and, and video stuff with your phone. So um, you know, that's that's the theme for July and August on the go. And awesome. we're really just trying to, um, you know, I'm a big believer that, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of gear you have. Like if if you really think about the story that you're trying to tell and how you were trying to do it, the gear that you used to make it um, doesn't matter so much. Yeah. And so that's what we're trying to encourage people to also think about when they're using these, you know, devices that may limit a little bit what they can do in terms of like how they film it or whatever they think about well you know how can I adapt to that to still tell a really great story with the thing that I've got you know so yeah definitely yeah I think it's a fun little challenge and and also just you know it, it gives you like the biggest thing with the art house is giving members a new tool to mm. add into their toolkit to take forward in yeah, their films absolutely. for their growth absolutely and, yeah and I think as well like this would give you a better understanding of what you might be coming up against when you're you know if if you are in business and you are making family films and you are thinking like what are some things that my clients might be thinking about why they wouldn't be booking me well they can make films on their phone and so you having the experience of making a film using your phone kind of helps put you in the mindset of your client and and can help you kind of like work through what those problems might be how you might be able to um like counteract some of that yeah. because it is very well and true that our phones now, we both have the iPhone 13, which has cinematic um, capabilities yeah. and there definitely are a lot of things that people can do with their phones. So what is it that makes you stand out? Mm-hmm. And so this is just another example of like an art house theme that we've picked, which is just there to help you um, gain some more experience and, try something new and um in this way it it can help in your business too when you're thinking about it in those terms so you can definitely think about it from that Mm. marketing perspective because you know i mean everyone can capture the footage but Mm. i think one of the biggest things that we offer our clients is the putting it together right so how is it how is it different you know what i mean so like um, i said people buy a slideshow of their photos set to music mm -hmm. They'll pay a hundred bucks for it mm-hmm. when they could make it for free themselves. <laughs> yeah, so. but they, they, you know, it's one of the, that's like for me printing your photos and making albums. Like, uh-huh. just put it off if someone else did it for you. Right. 
you've got money for that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you can think about that and you can practice with your phone and go, well, you know what, I might try and edit this on my phone. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, I'm I'm going to do myself because, I you know, I always try to make a film for each of the art house themes as well. And I think that, you know, after our we had a call today, a check-in call to see how it was going, I think I'm going to try and edit a film on my phone because yeah. I want to see. Yeah. You know what that's like. What what's what's that like? You mm-hmm. know, if the client sure they're capturing footage, but then they've got to put it together. Mm-hmm. You know, what kind of a barrier is that to them actually doing it? Yeah. And then how can I? Yeah. Tailor the message that I'm giving people. That, that's right. That's right. Yeah. You could even take what it is that you shoot for this theme and shoot it on your other camera as well, and yeah. compare. Like you could you could then. Or maybe not necessarily what you shoot this time, but you could use that as something that you do in the future as a marketing thing. You could shoot something on your phone, edit it, shoot something on your camera, edit it, ask people if they could see, tell the difference. Yeah. Um, you know, just sort of it's it it is a starting point for ideas of, you know, what can I do with this going forward? Um, that's what every single art house yeah. theme that we choose is all about. Um so expanding your thought process yes. around films and what filmmaking is and how these things yeah. can be adapted to all aspects of your filmmaking mm-hmm. career, whether it be personal or client. And so if you're listening and you're like, well, what is Art House? That's just um, basically a theme a, a theme that we run every two months and it's for it's for all members. So it's nothing extra that you have to pay for. It's included in your membership. And what you get is a a live call where, you know, one of our educators leads you through a topic, a theme, um, provides examples, provides a bit of um, uh, rules is the wrong way to put it, but like guidelines guidelines. for what to create and then um, sends you off on your merry way and you go out and you and you shoot and you create something um, that is based around that theme. And then you can take that and have fun with it you have fun, you get creative, you try new things. And that leads to more experiences, which makes you become a a stronger filmmaker and helps you when you do get to that point of running a business or adding this into your business and, um, you know, helps you be able to answer questions that people might have, or helps you be able to come up with some ideas based on what it is that they're looking for. And so, um, that's what our house is all about. And it's a really, really integral part of filming life. And, um, yeah, we're, and I think the, the beauty of Art House too, especially because, you know, each Art House theme has its own course yes. in the academy. Yeah. And so you can go back and revisit it. And what we're finding, like this is our second year of doing Art House, and what I'm finding now is that many of the films that people have, have made for the last couple of themes, they're using skills and techniques that they've learned from previous themes yeah. and bringing them into these new films. So, you know, it's not just a, oh, it was um, unexpected in January, February last year, and that's done, and now it's forgotten about, and we never go and look at that course again, and we never mm-hmm. think about those skills again. Well, actually, no. Like, and for new members particularly, you come in and you might go, "Oh, I missed that." It's all there. Oh, there's all the there. recording of the live learning. There's yeah. the examples, the PDFs that have all of the information. You can download those, mm-hmm. and you can you can go back over it. Yeah, and you can you can challenge yourself like. Yeah. Yeah. And send me a film. If you're a brand new member and you decide that, right, you know what, so that I give myself practice, because that's the thing, sometimes it's hard to come up with ideas for your personal films when you're trying to get practice. Mm-hmm. 
start working through the art house. Yes. Go back to Jan, Feb 21. Yeah. Do the unexpected one, which was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And there is so many great examples of films that will give you inspiration now. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. If you're coming back and doing it afterwards, mm-hmm. you've got all the fi- all the yeah, films it's all there. that people made. Yeah. You can go and see what they already made. Yeah. So and then get more inspiration. Yeah. So but it's you know it's there and it's you can always use it. You can always go back and revisit it. And it's just a way to be, you know, it's also a really great social fun thing, mm, you know. Totally. Like, totally. People get really excited to make their films and share them in the network and Yeah. I just I I think it's one of the best things that we've we've done. We've brought into filming life. It's yeah. All right. So moving on to our next um little bit of an update is that I have been asked to um present at the Australian Photographic Prize Conference, which is happening in Melbourne, Australia, well, Melbourne, Victoria, in Australia in September from the 9th to the 11th, I believe. I'm being sponsored by Imagine, which is an AI software that um, helps photographers get a bit of their life back in terms of time and stress. Um, It's kind of like having a personal, it's like outsourcing your editing, but you're outsourcing it to a pretty cool like AI based technology and it learns how to edit like you edit. It is the most incredible piece of software I've ever seen. And um, so if you have never heard of Imagine, go check it out. It is actually spelled M-I-M-A-G-E-N when you're Googling that. So um, go check it out for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely check out the link there. Um, And so because I've been invited to speak there, they also are holding an award for video entries for the first time. This is actually the first time that this specific conference has run in Australia after COVID. Nothing has really been happening. So this is kind of just like Australia opening back up. It's the first big one. And so um, they've got a cinematic award, which is being sponsored by Village Cinemas. So it is called the Village Cinematic Award. And what it is, is um, an award that will be, so you enter a 60 second film and it can be anything. So it can, it's a very open, broad um, genre, like, well, there's no genre, but there's a very broad category. Um, and it, it's basically just submit anything that you're really passionate about, maybe a, a 60 second portion of a film that you've made. If it's, you know, the strongest part of that film, or maybe you, um, go back to the editing suite and repurpose some old footage and create something from that. Um, the biggest thing is just making sure that you are, you know, it's a meaningful, um, something that is meaningful, something that you're passionate about. Um, you were just, we're just looking for really good stories. Um, creative storytelling for me personally is, is the biggest thing. And so, um, that is going to be, that's open for entries right now. We'll have a link in the show notes and, um, you can just submit your film and yeah, the winner will get. I was going to say, <laughs> what tell does the winner the prize, get? Tell the prize. <laughs> so um, the winner is like the most important part. But, um, so the winner of this will actually get a lifetime membership to the Filming Life Academy, which is something we have never, ever offered before. And um, that is a very, very high value prize, as you would know. So it is a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. And we would love to just see as many family films entered as possible 
please don't feel like um, you're not, your work isn't good enough or that you're not good enough or that, you know, don't wait for it to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely, you know, work on it and, and give it your best, but for sure, it's more about story um, than it is about anything else. Like it doesn't have to be massive drone shots and like shot on a red camera or anything like that. You might see some examples of, um, it can be, it can be shot on your phone. It can, mm-hmm. you know, if it's a good story and yeah. the, and the filmmaking is good, then yeah, like you can shoot it on your phone. That's fine. Um, so yeah, so that's, uh, the village cinematic award coming up and entries closed for that in at the end of August. I think it's August 28th. Yeah. Um, so please make sure that you enter that. If you're mm-hmm. sitting there thinking you're a family filmmaker, you've got something. I guarantee it. Seriously. And you know, I, I just want to say like heaps of family films. So many family films. I want people to know about yeah. family films. Yes, me too. I want people to see them. I want people to know that this is a legitimate this is, this is what's form of filmmaking. Yes. And this is something that like people need to have. Yes. And, you know, I mean, you know, as family filmmakers, we're still a very small mm genre where still there's still a lot of education to be done it's growing to let people know what they are yes and it's growing is, but it needs it needs more yeah. attention and this sure. could be a great way absolutely to do that yeah so it's your duty if you're sitting judging, there. isn't it down in melbourne <laughs> it is live judge yeah. yeah so you will actually it's gonna be streamed online be able to see that um and that prize from us is not the only thing you'll win you will also win a two-hour mentoring session with a phenomenal filmmaker based in Australia named Peter John. He makes music videos. You also get uh, um, your film will be shown in a cinema here in Australia and you will also get a thousand dollars worth of um, black prizes from village cinemas, which if you're not based in Australia, you can just, you know, donate that to an Australian friend. (laughs) (laughs) But there are international entries accepted. So please make sure that you submit. I just think that, um, yeah, the more family films we get in there, the better. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to our main topic, which is Instagram reels. (laughs) And you know what? I think we've already kind of touched on when we were talking about, um, on the go, the artist thing. Yeah. I think, you know, um, we were talking, you know, you you mentioned about with these art house things, you can get marketing material yeah. if you're doing a client, and I think that that is really timely with like what's happening with Instagram at the moment because yeah. we all know that four letter word mm. real. Yeah, it's so prevalent right now, and um, the biggest change that has happened recently is that Instagram stopped, like they basically did away with. Instagram TV, which is just, it, it, to me, it's just like such a big reminder that all of these changes are only temporary. Mm-hmm. So even though like right now we're like, oh gosh, now it's all reels. Well, that could also change. Yeah. So, um, cause when Instagram TV first came out, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Cause these are now, now you can, post longer videos yeah, before before it was like 60 second clips yeah. and then we'd have to get people to swipe across for the next 60 seconds so you'd have to cut yeah. your film so that it could fit into a carousel post 
and then people would swipe across. And then it was like, oh, amazing. Now we have Instagram TV. We can post our longer mm-hmm. videos just in one go. You and then go you can even turn your phone and it horizontal. goes horizontal. But they've done away with that now. So now it's more just a real format. You can you can post a longer video. You can yeah. still post a long video, but it's going to be in the reels with all the other reels, which is important to note. Also, you can no longer turn your phone and make it um, fill the screen. And so if you're posting a horizontal video, it's only going to take up that portion of the screen while your phone is in portrait mode or portrait, you know, orientation, whatever. So it's it's only going to take up a third of the screen. That's right. So there's so much to think about with this. I mean, I personally have started to think like, is Instagram really the place where I should be posting my films anymore? Like, I don't know. Part of me is like, yeah, I mean, like, how is it? How is it bad at all that all the social media platforms are promoting video? I mean, that's what we do, right? We should be super excited about Mm this. But then you know, on the other hand, I sit there and I think like I posted and I said this in my post the other day, like, here's my nine minute film. (laughs) I know you won't all watch it. (laughs) It's very hard to compete against the reels that are getting the views. And I think that's where I struggle because I've got it. You got. I, I just feel like it's time for me to start thinking about the way that I post a reel in a different way, and that's what makes me think. Like, and, and I said, this video is on my website. If you mm-hmm. want to watch it in the best way, you need to go there. Yeah. And I think that's kind of key I think to sharing a, like a full film. I think it's a timely. It's it's. For me personally, like I've resisted the whole real thing. I mean, the fact, like the fact of the matter is, it is like if you post a static image, it is not going to get viewed or seen as much as a real will. Mm-hmm. Reels are what Instagram is pushing. It's what the algorithm is pushing. It's what we're all watching. And, I mean, it's a chicken and an egg kind of situation. Like they go, Instagram goes, oh, well, you know, our, our data yeah. shows that everybody's watching reels. And it's like, well, yeah, because that's all you show us. So, of course, your data's going to back that uh, up. That's you true. Know? That's true. Like, yeah. And so on the one hand, you know, that kind of pisses me off because I don't like being told what to do. So, <laughs> and here's Instagram dictating to me what, you're gonna what I need to do. Yeah. But, and here's the thing, the fact is it's Instagram. It ain't my company. It exactly. ain't my business. That's I right. have no control over it. That's right. Yeah. And so you have you to know, let go of that. Exactly. Yeah. And so what I have had to do is change my mindset of what Instagram is. Instagram is no longer like another portfolio. Exactly. You know, like I had a I have a portfolio on my website. I have a portfolio, you know, yes. Instagram can be like another portfolio. Instagram now, through this whole real thing and whatnot, now needs to be the way that I try to engage people and get them to look and then drive them to take another action. Yeah. And I, what's that action? I want to drive them to my website. I want to drive yeah. them to sign up to my newsletter. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean, that's really how we always should have been using oh, social media. Yes. But it's so easy to just, yeah. you know, but I think for a lot of like, 
for people like us that have photography businesses, film businesses or whatever, I think that's the biggest thing is having to change our mindset of, you know, how can we use this platform to, to grab somebody's attention mm. and then push them through. And, I mean, it was very easy to just hide from doing that yeah. and the fact that, you know, yeah. the whole point of us being on Instagram was to market ourselves even though, like, <laughs> but at the same, but that doesn't mean you can't still just go on because you love to interact with people and you know, all yeah. the rest of it. Like there are ways to do it, but I think it is just another kind of reminder that when it comes yeah. for building your business specifically, if that's what you want to use Instagram for, you're going to have to get a lot smarter about how you do it. Yes. I love what you said about <laughs> it not being a portfolio. Like I 100% used to without ever I've never said those words but that is not exactly no yeah. but that's exactly how I saw it you know and I was always really you know really particular about how my grid might look and um and <clears throat> it it a lot of times I think created a lot of fear in me about what yeah. what should I post next that's gonna go you. oh it's totally paralyzing now will I stop sharing full films on Instagram? Probably not because nope. there are people who mm -hmm. will sit and watch them. But what I have been doing, and this is what I kind of wanted to really get to because um, I'm curious about what your plans are. I can share a little bit about what I've been doing to kind of, um, I wouldn't say work around, but just adapt, I guess, yeah. to this. So one thing that you may, if you follow me, you may have noticed, um, I put out a, a reel the other day because I was sitting with it, all of this in my head. I was mm. sitting there thinking, so it's no longer, um, like you said, which these are not the thoughts in my head, but this is exactly like sums up what I was thinking was that it's no longer, how, no longer portfolio. So how, what can I do? And um, I thought, well, I haven't made a film for my kids in a while. And I had this footage from Lydia when she, when we first moved into this house from over a year ago. And I thought, what can I do with that? And so then I put that onto, I, I went into Premiere Pro and I, cause I'll admit like even with Instagram, with reels, one of the things that stopped me is like, I don't, I don't want to figure out how to use it. Oh my gosh. It's like <laughs> so not intuitive. And I think it's, I think too, because like I've, I'm just so used to editing the way that I do. Yeah that I don't want to bring a whole bunch of clips onto my phone and edit this thing on my phone. So how can I edit it in Premiere Pro? Like, how can I make this as easy as possible for myself? Because the easier it is, the more likely you are to do it. So Premiere Pro, with the newest update, has a vertical, like, has a workspace that includes a vertical um, orientation so you can see what your video will look like when it is exported vertically. So mm -hmm. I took that footage and then I put it into Premiere Pro and I and I put it together and I picked a song and I wrote some words and I recorded a voiceover and I put it all together in Premiere Pro. And then I exported that and then I uploaded that as a reel. And th that went really, really well. Mm -hmm. Like it, it was, it was, for me, it was a way for me to connect because I'm sort of seeing that. So it's, you know, that if you're, if you're thinking about marketing, which now like everybody, I mean, we've always known this mm -hmm. Instagram marketing, but that's really what you need to be thinking about. And so marketing is, is connection. It's building relationships. And so, you know, how do I expect anyone? And I, 
I want all my clients to feel comfortable enough with me to be vulnerable. So I need to be vulnerable when I'm putting myself out there. And so that is the reason why I came up with those words and I came up with that film, which normally I might think this is more private, but I thought to myself, many moms out there would be thinking all these same things. And so that's the kind of thing that I think is going to get traction on Instagram. It's the kind of thing that is fairly simple and easy to put together. Now I know you're probably out there thinking, I can't put those words together. Like, how did you just (laughs) come up with that? You are a wizard. (laughs) And it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, your your words spoken you don't have to do a voiceover you could just choose some really beautiful music just you know still just like keeping it emotional and 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 personable and relatable mm-hmm. so that's one type of reel that i made and that i'll probably continue to make more of just really simple i think it was maybe like 10 clips that i had in total that i worked with so it would not be time consuming to shoot Um, and you can go out there and shoot that specifically for this kind of thing. Another thing would be repurposing footage, which I did, um, the second reel recently that I put out, which was footage from a session that I shot, but I actually used different music than I did for the film. Mm -hmm. And I edited it again. I edited it in Premiere Pro. I just cut and like copied and pasted different ones. And there was even one clip where I'd shot it horizontally, obviously, because all of the that film is wide. So I'd shot it horizontally. But when I went to put it in that vertical format, the middle part, it was when they were kicking water at each other. Yeah. It's one clip. But if I put it in there and I had had that centered, it would just show the water. Yeah. So what I did was I shifted it so that the right side of the clip showed up first, whichever one was kicking the water first. So I had it just for the right side of the um, section for that clip. And then I cut the clip and then I shifted it over. So then that it was the other side. And so it's just kind of figuring out how you can do that in Premiere Pro and or DaVinci Resolve or Final Cut, whatever editing software you're using, and then repurpose your footage and it did not take long. It, it really didn't take long. And I was not crazy about like timing it perfectly to the music, but I went and licensed a new song for it. And I, um, up, so that I could have that. And then when it uploaded, Instagram picked it up. It knew what song it was because yeah. it's, it's one that's available as a song that you can use. And so you can do that. You can add the music after the fact. You can... Yeah. Um, you could do a number of different things. You can, and, and one of the one of the things that can be an advantage of adding the the music or the sound from Instagram is that there is certain music and clips that are like they're trending audio. Yes. So if you use a trending audio with your video, yes, that's gonna it adds it to a section of all videos that have used that same yeah. music. And it also just the algorithm goes, oh well, this has got a popular song. This is what people want to see. Yeah. And then that a bit more view. the other thing about what Instagram likes is original audio. And yeah. so that was one of the motivating factors for me creating that voiceover was I was like, maybe somebody, maybe other people will pick this up and use it. And yes. then that's going to help boost my 
film my my reel in the views. And so it reminds me, I should make one with your audio. Yeah, you should. Yeah, please do. Everybody out there. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> let's make let's do put it. that out there. Everyone listening to the podcast, if you've been reluctant about reels, like yeah, you know, like go Use check that. out Courtney's reel. Yeah, save the audio because mm-hmm. when you're when you're looking at a reel on the screen, you can if you click on up the top, it says the little information about the audio that's used, or it might be down the bottom. Either way, yeah, tap on that. Yeah, you can save that audio. Yep to use later so yes. there's a little challenge for it. and you know what tag us yeah filming life reels challenge yeah yeah there you go and <laughs> then Courtney's yeah 100%. audio and makes like put it out there I want to see yeah another thing that um we'll share them. I learned from that experience of putting that reel out there is the first time that I put, uploaded it to Instagram I didn't use the captions feature mm-hmm. um but then when I uploaded it to Facebook I went through the same process of like creating the reel, uploading it from my phone. And that time I used the caption feature and I cannot even tell you how amazing that thing yeah, is. Yeah. Like it's incredible. I've never used it before. I used captions for the first time yesterday on my car stories. Normally yeah. I would type out my captions. I know. I know. And I, yeah. I don't have time I was for that. Just, yeah. I'm like, I've yeah. given in and done it. It's and amazing. Yeah, you it's can even go, incredible. you can even go in and tweak it. So if the, like, yeah, as the the, if the word is wrong, you can go in and, and fix it. It's insane. Oh my gosh. Why did I not know about this before? I don't know, but it was so cool. And so, and I would encourage you to do that because I feel like sometimes if there are words there, I know for me, if there's words there, I'll go and make sure that I have the audio on if I don't already have it on. So, but also a lot of people watch videos without the audio. Exactly. So if you have done like a great voiceover. Yeah. They may not know. They may not know. Put the captions on so that. Or you could write something like listen to this audio. I mean, I could have written listen to use use this audio. Have you seen all those? (laughs) Have you seen all the ones where they're like, um, put this audio to uh, one of your favorite moments or something? Oh, my gosh. The TikTok counts. So. Yeah. So, so anyway, those are a couple of things that I've been doing and I would just really encourage you to think about, look, change has happened. It's happened and like, there's nothing we can do about it. So we may as well adapt and may as well figure out how we can use this for our business. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some other examples of like, you know, three videos stacked. That's I, I think pretty cool. A great one is showing the photo and then the moment in motion. Hundred percent. That's like a, particularly for really us good as one. filmmakers that yeah. are doing photos and films. Yeah, it's that's different. like yeah, yeah, you know, a really good one. Yeah, that really show, and that's also really good if you if you're just adding these into your business too, because it's yeah. a way to educate and say, well, look, this is what you would normally get. Mm-hmm. This is how I can like mm-hmm. take that to the next level with some moving mm-hmm. moving pictures and mm-hmm. audio and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. But I mean, it's yeah, I mean. It's tough because I really like to be a grumpy old woman about these things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, like I've been whinging about reels and looking about them for yeah probably a couple of months now. Yeah. <laughs> and I just decided to put my big girl pants on. I've just got to accept. It's it's that whole thing of like just, really yeah. accepting. Just got to accept it. Things and yeah. growing. Yeah. It's, you know, and I've decided, well, I have to stop being scared of reels. And yes. I have to just change how I think about it yeah. and it's you know what when anything tough in life has happened that's pretty much how I've always ended up getting through is because I've had to change my mindset about it mm-hmm. and so I decided to change my mindset about reels I 
signed up to do a seven-day Instagram Reels challenge with um, the Digital Picnic, which was awesome. Yeah. It, you didn't have to make Reels like one every seven, seven days. It was kind of more about just like it's like an introduction to Reels and just telling you all about them. And like yeah. it even went into like it showed you how to actually physically make it on your phone and how to how to like that's how I know how to save audio, trending audio. Mm-hmm. Um you know, like it was a lot of great practical stuff to mm-hmm. help you kind of figure it out um, and then, you know, some ideas and whatnot. But, like, interesting things like, um, you know, the fact that, um, you know, every time you get a new follower to your Instagram, you have two weeks to, like, make a mark on that person who's followed you. So, like, there's a two-week period where Instagram is more likely to show you on that person's feed when they've just followed you as a new follower. Mm. And so, you know, it's important to, you know, make things that are interesting and that, like, they're going to want to because then when they interact with that, that gets you another two weeks of, like, showing up on their feed. And so that was something that I was like, oh, crap, you know. Yeah. I'm so inconsistent with. Same. With. Oh, yeah, I can go Showing a month up. without yeah. posting. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a bit of an eye-opener for me. Yeah. I was like, okay, and that is one of the things that was making me go, okay, well, I really do need to change my thought process about this yeah. and decide, like, you know, what do I want Instagram to be? Yes. How do I want to use it? How yeah. is it going to be a part of my strategy? Do I want to? Like it's, and that's part of these questions. You know, I do still love Instagram. And particularly because I've got like a cool community of people that I follow on Instagram and that follow me. Like I got Instagram six months after Instagram started. So I've been on it since 2012, Mm. you know, like Mm. you scroll back and I haven't archived anything, just Mm. FYI. So you go (laughs) scrolling back through my feed. If you've got the time, Mm -hmm. you will go back to when before I was a photographer, Mm -hmm. when I had a six-month-old baby Mm. and I just posted what uh-huh. we all did on Instagram was just whatever the hell was happening and food and oh, random yeah. stuff. And I was big into blogging and parenting blogging. And so I have a lot of people that I follow and who still follow me and, from you that. know, they're friends from that. And I love seeing their things and they're yeah. supportive people and they comment and, you know, and I love that. And, that, like, they might, like, so for me personally, half my followers, I would say, are not actually following me for business stuff. They're there for that personal yeah connection and so you know on the one hand while I'd love to use it to grow my business more on the other hand what I loved about when they brought in stories was that I could go back to posting all the stuff because I felt this pressure to make my feed look perfect because as a photographer I can't go posting some phone snap that hasn't been edited because I'm trying to sell myself here with this portfolio yeah so that's where I moved it to stories and now I feel like particularly with reels because we can post things in the feed but then you can put a cover I'm now thinking well you know what how can I get the best of both worlds yeah. how can I balance that content and have stuff that's personal so have you ever thought about make like and you know when you do your car stories rather than having them be stories having that be a real well you know what I actually one of the things that I learned is that I'm pretty sure you can if you turn stories into a highlight you can then turn that highlight into a real what? Yeah. Oh. I, I, I think that's how it works, but I saw something and that's that's actually something that I really want to investigate because wow. I enjoy doing my car stories Yeah, and I've done a lot of them and there's yeah. some good info in there. Yes. And so I'll report back. 
Yeah. But, you know, for me that's one of the things. And because, you know, like a lot of the bookings that I have got do come from the fact, from the stuff that I've done in stories. So I have to try to, so what I've been trying to do is think to myself, well, because I love to, use stories I love watching stories I love being in stories how can I take that love of that and translate that into a reel because then it won't feel so yeah scary and yeah whatever yeah um mm, it's very interesting isn't it because yeah. then you wouldn't have that whole like um you know the little gap between what you're saying in the stories What's the time limit? Is it like 15? 15 seconds. 15 seconds. Breaks it into 15 second chunks. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like doing it in real is the way to go. But I personally have really thought about doing that Um, because I think when you go live now, that is real. Yeah, I think so. Or something like along those lines. I just have been scared to show my face on reels. So I just, yeah. Yeah. But one day I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. But it's not just that. Like today, like I'm like, hey, like you said, let's record this so that we can use some of it. I know. So we've got, we're recording this on just on the phone as well. So we've got some videos so that. If it's still going. You know. Yeah. If it's still going, we don't know. We can't see it. <laughs> we're going to try and use this. <laughs> we're so professional. That's so good. But I mean, one of the things is that, you know, obviously you might have noticed that the filming life. Instagram account and Facebook account aren't as active as they used to be no. because we no longer have a social media manager yeah. running that for us, which is really hard. Um, hard. You know, like we're both extremely busy running our businesses, running filming life. Yes. And social I mean, media it's, it's, is sort of like. We're hard pressed to come up with content for our own personal <laughs> things and then having to make it for filming life. And there's a lot of interaction mm-hmm. that happens on that account too because you get people asking questions. So it's. Mm. You know, it's hard. Um, we are trying. <laughs> and we love it. But we it, love it's it. just there's, like, only so much time in the day. And so, exactly. you know, we want to focus as much as we can on making sure, um, you know, the network has got the most activity. And then from there it's, like, whatever time we have left over. Mm. But then at the same time social media. we want to get more people. We want more people to film in life. And social media is part of that. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what, we're, we're just, like, we're with you on this journey. Yes, we it's, are. Is what I'm trying to say. It's yes. like it's it feels like a lot of pressure and it's really hard, but I think, you know, we can do hard things. We like, can and you know together. what? We are message us on Instagram and tell us if this yeah. resonates with yes, you. Yes, please do. And we are perfectly primed for this. You know what I mean? Like we are video creators. We- <laughs> we should be nailing this we should be nailing this and this should not be scary for us and you know I feel like yeah the getting on camera is hard because you know Mm. I'm no model Mm. yeah (laughs) you know I find there is that pressure I want to make sure that my hair is nice but then there's that whole relatable thing I know well and the other thing too is that I guess like I don't look this good every day (laughs) as family filmmakers we should we should have a whole like range of things that we can put out in reels Mm -hmm. and I think if you're if you are just making a film and just posting that film and and not using it you're really not using it in any other way than that whole version of the film then you're doing yourself a disservice because there are so many other ways that you can post your video content so don't be afraid to go back and repurpose. Use 
you know, pick a, pick a moment from a film you made even two years ago or yeah. last year that you loved yeah. and reshare that as a reel. That's a, one of the best ways to just start. Mm-hmm. And um, and you can then put that to any music. It doesn't even have to be like the, the most simple thing would be to just, you know, save an old film to your phone. Use the first 60 seconds of it and whack a different song over yeah. the top. Like it doesn't have to go to the beat. Don't worry about any of that. It's fine. Like people aren't even going to notice. They look at it for literally 60 seconds and move on. (laughs) I think that's the other thing too, is like, you kind of get so hooked on just making it perfect Mm -hmm. and it doesn't need. Because that's what we do. That's what we do for our families. And it doesn't need to be for reals. You can just be a little bit more free with it and play and have fun and no you don't have to put yourself in front of the camera and point at words like that's not you don't that I really struggled (laughs) with that because no hate to anyone who's done it it just wasn't me and I could and I and I remember that being like the main thing I would see yeah and I that really was what made me be like I'm so impressed by people who do that like yeah I'm like I can't. I I so sat there. Like, I sat there I and I it. thought, how how do they know where the words are going to be? <laughs> do they plan that? Do they plan that in advance, or is it? How, I'm so confused. Well, I mean, you add the text I, later. I'm sure they add the text later. <laughs> we well, do. But like, what if? I just like, what if the text doesn't fit? I wonder how many times they had to shoot that to get that right. Like, I trust me. It makes you feel like an old person. Gosh. Like, what is this friend angle? I'm so sure. I'm so certain I'm it was. It was much more simple than what I was making that yeah. to be. But I just, uh, I just thought to myself, yeah, that's not for me. Just gonna move on. Just gonna keep posting my films in the longest form possible, and just hope the people see them. But now, you know, I'm, I'm adapting. I'm yeah. changing. And I think there's totally ways that we can make this work for us. And we, as a community, need to band together yes. and Support each other. show how we Share can, it. as family filmmakers, make reels work for us. Because I know there's ways and yeah, there's, we're, we're, we're ready for it. We've got all the tools there for us to do yep. this. So get out there if that's been something that has made you a little bit nervous um let's talk about it in the network mm-hmm. come join us let's start a conversation um yep. we i did post about the change recently so join us there we've had some words about it um and then yeah talk to us on filming life um on instagram too because we're there as well and hopefully this reel might show up there <laughs> who knows <laughs> a version of this podcast might show up there we don't know yeah we're still figuring it all out so oh, yeah and yeah that's okay. And that's okay. That's who we are. So thank you for listening. Um, we're going to wrap it up now, I think. And I um, hope that you guys are having a good week over there. And we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah. We'll see you then. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.